we play like we play. We be us. We be special. We smell greatness. We finish strong. Yes, from the top. What's up, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Big Easy Bets. I'm your host, Logan, and with me in the studio, Nick Von Brick. Like I know Jimbo don't want me come down there and fuck one of his cows. Come on, Bridget. Roll Tide. On today's episode, we're going to recap last week's picks, talk UFC 244, college basketball is back, and we're going to make our picks for this coming week, uh, football, college, and NFL. We also have a very special guest with us in the studio. He's new to the show. The Cuban po' boy, Jesse Barrero. How y'all doing today? My name's Jesse Barrero. I'm Ed Ogeron's step-nephew. And uh, I just want to tell Nick Saban I fucked his daughter. All right. What about the tugboats? Oh, yeah. I'm a tugboat <laughs> captain uh, out there in Belchase. So <laughs> you might see me later on in life. You might not. Hell, yeah. All right. Uh, this is episode number 14. Uh, we've come a long way from the start. Um, so yeah, come farther than a lot of people thought we would, probably farther than you have, uh, than you thought we would, huh? I was hoping for the best. <laughs> y'all doing great though. I'm proud of y'all. So before we, before we get into our, uh, recap our picks from last week, we will talk about what's going on in the world. Uh, in big news, the Popeye's chicken sandwich is back. You, uh, the hype is not real. You tried it. You didn't like it? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's all I got to say about it. I mean, no, really, though. I waited there 30 minutes. I actually ordered three of them. And I get to the car. Three of them? Jesus Christ. So we're thinking 10 minutes So no, I, 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 I didn't eat till It was probably at 8 o'clock when I got there. I didn't eat all day at Drill. So, well... We ate MREs for lunch, so yummy. I'm thinking like, oh my god, this is gonna be so good. I've been waiting so long. Like, when, how long was it like discontinued for? Uh, a Shit, couple a months. month and a half at least. Yeah. Two months maybe. Yeah. So I'm like, all right, this thing. I'm, I want to see if it lives up to the hype. Put it in my mouth, start chewing, and I was just like, <laughs> super disappointed. Chick Fil A shits on it for one. It is a good sandwich though. I mean. Chick-fil-A's monopolized the chicken sandwich game. Like, it even says on their their walls, the original chicken sandwich. Yeah, and I want to go on record and say they might have monopolized the chicken noodle soup game. Possibly the best chicken noodle soup you can find. Way better than Campbell's. Have you had How's the macaroni, macaroni brother? Yeah. Mm, it's pretty good. I but heard it's meh. Look, this Logan's a macaroni uh, taste-testing expert. Connoisseur. Yeah, connoisseur. Yeah, no, I, I love... Think, I gotta try it then. I love macaroni. It tastes like... It tastes like Thanksgiving macaroni. It's got that fried cheese on top. Um, you walk a you walk a fine line when you when you melt the cheese on top, because if you go too far, it starts to taste like Cheez Its, and I don't really like Cheez Its. I'm do not you like lie. it crispy on top though. I do, but I don't want it to taste like Cheez Its. I love macaroni and cheese, but I'm not a Cheez Its guy. I like baked macaroni and cheese. Exactly, and that's what it te- that's exactly what it's like. It tastes like Thanksgiving macaroni. Holy shit! I have to try it. No, yeah, it's pretty good. Um, but like I said. You really gotta you gotta tightrope that line of 
how much you burn the cheese. Yeah, Chick-fil-A's lemonade's much better than Popeye's. <laughs> On a score of sweet 1 to tea. 10. Sweet I, tea, though. Uh, Popeye's has got the better sweet yeah, tea. Definitely. Yes, but Chick-fil-A's doesn't make me feel like I just ate a bag if of sugar. If the chicken sandwiches were to go against each other in a head-to-head matchup, what would be the point spread? Oh, that you can't even. That's going to be like uh, Mayweather versus McGregor. Oh shit! The yeah. hype, the hype. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Ever. you can't, you can't even. Yeah, all hype. You can't even put it in terms of a spread because it's not even in the same category. It's like, it, it's like LSU playing Georgia Southern. There's no shot. There's no chance. Yeah. That's I, like I, that's like telling somebody that comes from out of town, "Hey, where can I get some good seafood from?" Yeah, just go to the corner store down there. And they got some really good fried shrimp. <laughs> really, it's good, but it ain't that good. Yeah, it's a hell of an analogy right there. <laughs> yeah. So just for context, Quite the analysis. just to paint the picture for everybody, um, Jesse is shirtless and he has three different beers that he's drinking right now. Um, one is a strawberry lager from Abita. How do you how do you rate that? Let's rate these real quick. Rate the strawberry lager. So the first time I had this beer was a couple years ago. I actually thought it was horrible, but recently. It's growing on you. I actually wouldn't even say recently. I've been drinking beer since I was, what, 16 years Four. old? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> 16. 12. But I guess I'm developing a taste for them now. The strawberry lager, you don't really taste it till after. And the aftertaste, this is the best way I can describe it. Mm-hmm. It tastes just like Captain Crunch berries. Okay. The so crunch berries. Nobody calls them. Captain I, I, don't, I didn't. Berries, I didn't know what it was. Like I, I, I haven't eaten cereal since. Crunch berries. Nobody calls them Captain Crunch. I mean, berries. Alec would know if he was here. Do but, you? So I just it, rate it, the beer right uh, now, one to ten. I don't know. It's hard. It depends what kind of beer. Like if you like a fruity beer, then I'd give it no, an eight the, and a half. If you do, you half. like? Do you think that um, you liking the taste now has anything to do with when you busted your head? <laughs> <laughs> when you were working at the docks oh, and you fell off. And lost the taste. Yeah. That could be. Okay. So you gave that one an eight and a half. Yeah. You, your other beer, what is that, an Andy Gator? Yeah. Um, rate that one to ten. Taste? Just the beer. Mm-hmm. You take a sip of the beer. What's the first number that comes to your head? You're the only one I know I'm that gonna, doesn't I'm know how give to. it a six. A six. Okay. And then you got a good old American born and bred Bud Light. A good old rice beer. Go ahead and take a sip. All right. All right. Give it a rate. Oof. Yeah, I'm going to give that one a four. Okay, so you're an Abita guy. You're nah, babying that one. Are you that. done with the Andy Gator? Oh, that's my party beer right there. Though. Your party beer? Abita <laughs> Springs. <laughs> are you done with the Andy Gator? Oh, yeah, it's done. What are you doing with the strawberry lager? Are you babying it? No, I'm going to chug it right now. You need a straw? <laughs> Is it true that you have to drive home and be up for work at 6 in the morning and it's 9 o'clock right now? I got a couch downstairs calling my name. Okay. Um, Lindsay already cooked for me. Yeah, uh, some some middle school sandwiches. Um, Easy there. So, so yeah, Popeye's chicken sandwich is back. This fucking sandwich is overrated as can be. A guy literally got stabbed over this chicken sandwich. Um, that's a little extreme. Georgia has Samarnilla cases <laughs> got a salmonella <laughs> outbreak in georgia nothing's going right for the state of georgia these days um yeah tell them about the chicken thigh oh yeah yeah didn't you so jesse uh jesse saw that so this guy posted a picture of <laughs> his uh 
his chicken, chicken sandwich. sandwich. I guess he goes to bite into it. He looks. He op- He opens up. Takes the bun off the top. Looks in it. He's got a chicken thigh in there. They didn't give him the boneless chicken. That's breast. how fast they they're rolling these sandwiches out. Yeah, I mean, he was probably like, "Damn, that was fast." And then he went and looked at it and said, "He took a bite and probably had to pull three of his teeth out of the chicken <laughs> breast or out of the chicken thigh and said, uh, okay, that's I'm not right. gonna lie. I I love Popeye's chicken thighs." If no. I get the fried chicken from Popeyes, I want thighs and legs. No, it's all wings good. are too small. Thighs and what? No, the wings and the good. legs. No, I'm getting thighs. You mean legs? Wings and legs. <laughs> We've been through this many times. I want the thighs and the legs. I've never heard of a leg. Uh, I like the legs. Yeah. I've heard of a leg, but okay. Um, where's this guy from? And the biscuits. <laughs> I love them buttery biscuits. <laughs> you trying to choke? So, in LSU news, as we are coming up on the biggest game in the last 10 years, uh, hype-wise, in my opinion, Michael Divinity is off of the team. I tweeted it out from the Big Easy Bets Twitter page three days before it dropped um, by any verified account. Really, three days before anybody said it. I had the inside sources. I put it out there, and I got harassed on Twitter saying I was making shit up, saying that I'm starting rumors. Well. The news came out, and I let everybody hear it. So if all, all y'all listening right now that harassed him, guess what? Sit down and eat it. Yep. Eat it. Yeah, I was hoping you were right because they had one guy who was like, delete your account, and I was like, oh, man. <laughs> but, yeah. Yeah, well, I went back and I messaged everybody who tried to talk shit to me and said, uh, look who's laughing now. No, Even I though did, it hurts LSU. Whenever you tweeted it, just – I did have a feeling that it could be true because I'm not going to tweet something if I'm not pretty sure it's right. Because there has been there has been some uh some skepticism rum- surrounding Michael Divinity this year. Yeah, word on the street is that he failed a drug test. Um so they let they allowed him to leave the team for quote unquote personal reasons, but I think it was a kind of we'll give you the option to go if not we're going to have to remove you. So you know the source personally? I'm not asking who it is. You just I do, but I can't confirm or okay. I can't release right. that information. That's fine. No, I didn't, yes. I didn't want to know who it was. Graduated from the streets. So now you know it's No true. diploma. Yeah, so all, your, all, the inside, uh, <laughs> all the inside LSU Saints information, you can come to me. Uh, not the guy who decided to say that we got A.J. Green before the trade deadline for the Saints and then tried to fight everybody on his live stream on Twitter. That's probably not the guy you want to get your information from. And if you're listening to this, uh, please don't pull up on me like you said you would pull up on everybody else. And we know you're not affiliated with ESPN, so stop lying. Chitty, um, chitty, bang, bang, baby. Yeah, sure. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so what else is going on as you drink your Bud Light? Baker Mayfield sucks. Okay, well, we're, we're, we're talking about what's going on in yeah, just everyday oh, life. Yeah, in your day-to-day life. We'll get into Baker Mayfield later. All right. Um, the, All right. Ar- the Army sucks. Got a lot going on. Yeah, Jesse is Army strong. He is a cadet in the Army. Um, are you not? <laughs> <laughs> He's a specialist. specialist. Yeah, there we go. I was about to say, since when am I cadet? I don't even know what that means, but I know I'm not one. You know you're not a cadet? <laughs> I'm going to look that up for somebody right now. I mean, shouldn't you know you're in the army? I'm pretty sure like a cadet would be like, <laughs> He's like a junior R- ROTC, school. yeah. It's like so, one of the people in college. Uh-huh. So if we go to war right now, are you going to fight? 
negative. So you're not really. But if like there was riots in the street. So what my job is in the army is a horizontal construction engineer. Oh, okay. Basically, we go in. First. So you're like building the latrines. If uh. No, we're building fighting positions. But so you're going over there to build we're fighting. We're going positions? in before infantry would. You're going in fi- before shit gets hot. No. Are you going in with a gun? Yeah. Yeah, because the enemy isn't just going to be like, all right, we're not going <laughs> to shoot any Americans. Like, oh, this is <laughs> off limits. We've got to wait for, yeah. the, for them to build their fighting positions, and then the infantry can come hide behind it. Like, no. So you're going in first. So you're special forces. Is that where the specialists Negative. come from? <laughs> yeah, he's like, you're basically infantry like, has to deal with the shit, but they have to go before. So you're basically like a Green Beret? Negative. Close, though. No. <laughs> no, okay. So you go in first. I'm the guy in a fucking bulldozer, like fucking building anti-tank ditches. So you're the first one to go, basically, is what you're saying. You're going to be the first casualty. Could. Okay. I'm well, not saying... Are you like, the lowest on the on the totem pole as far as, like, specialty and fighting what do you mean? wars? Like, if the infant... Like, are you the most, guys ex- got are you the most expendable? Like, send the, the guys over there who work the bulldozers. Let's send them I mean, over there first. Every, de- every deployment's different. So, like, we could <clears throat> be sent on a deployment to go build roads for just new routes for, the like, all the equipment mm-hmm. to be transferred. Or you could be sent out for to support an infantry unit. Yeah. No, yeah. Which, I like, mean, stu- I'm, like, if I'm, you're supporting an infantry unit, yeah, you're probably going to be doing stuff like that. But Yeah, I mean, we're just fucking with you. It's a cool thing to be in the military. We need, so, we need yeah. more people to do that. The infantry's more skilled at fighting, though, right? Well, yeah. Yeah. Okay. He just He's more skilled at driving a bulldozer. I mean... So y'all are the least skilled at fighting. But the most skilled at driving bulldozers. So their AIT is three weeks long. Yeah. Infantry. We so, don't. We don't. So, we right. don't know the bulldozer right, talk. So You're gonna you have go to translate. To <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What's so, an AIT? All right, dude? So you you go to basic training. Uh, for me, it was ten weeks. I'm pretty sure for everybody, it's ten weeks. And then you go to AIT, which which is advanced individual training, specifically on that certain job. So infantry does OSIT, which is basically you run through. So they do their ten weeks, and then they have. Three weeks of advanced individual training on fighting. Gotcha. So, so have you, it's literally three weeks yeah. of that. It's all, it, it's all it takes to become Army strong? I guess. So have you adopted the military lifestyle of getting into unnecessary bar fights? Yes. Okay, good. <laughs> then, yeah, maybe maybe he is Army strong then because that seems to be the only criteria you need to check, like the only box you need to check. Uh, I haven't gotten in fights since I've been in the Army. You just said. Oh yeah, I'm sorry. I'm buzzed. Okay, <laughs> never but mind. Then he is used not to do some strong. bar fighting back in the day, right? Oh, absolutely. I'm pretty sure all of y'all have seen it. <laughs> yeah. Well, we're not gonna dive into that because uh, we're not gonna go down that road. But oh yeah. So you got anything? Today's you- news. Yeah, we got a sheriff's election coming up here in St. Tammany Parish. They don't call Nick the Brick Vaughn Brick Bradley for a reason. Yeah, we were talking earlier. Nick is in. Nick is. Really, where'd you get that brick from? From football. Hold on, or from hold ball on. Fights? Hold on. So we were talking earlier. Um, Nick is one of the few rare people in this world to have a double first name. Nick Bradley. That you know of. And then he said, "That's not that rare." And I said, "Can you name anybody else with a double first name?" And he sat there and he thought and he thought. And then Jesse said, "Paul George," and I said, "Somebody that you know, not." just anybody 
And have you ever have you come up with anybody yet? Anyways, it's better to be first. <laughs> the um, you're no. either first or you're last. And in the case of my family, we didn't want to be last, so we're first and then we're first. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's why they started, uh, like, have you ever seen paperwork? It used to say first and last name, and then now it says first and given name just because people like you. Yeah. <laughs> like, wait, I don't know where to put my last name. I don't have a last name. They're both first names. <laughs> All right, let's get into some uh, some football news. I know, or oh, the sheriff. Yeah, 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 yeah the sheriffs. Yeah. Anyways, let's go. Don't vote strain. Yeah, whatever. And don't you vote do. Randy Smith either. I think we're <laughs> go they're, go they're, on with your comment. What? What'd you say? I said, yeah, we definitely know not to vote strain. Can I mean, you? Why do we not vote strain? Why, when you hear strain, what do you immediately think of? First word that comes to your head? I think uh, pedophile. Um, <laughs> what else did he do? Um, that was probably the worst. Was it child pornography? Probably. I wouldn't doubt it. It was with boys as well, right? Yes. Oh, okay. Okay, so that too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, hey, if you like to go that way, it's all up to you. But Well, no, it's not because it's illegal no, to it's rape okay people. No, it's okay to do it. Saying, to I'm not saying it with kids. I'm saying of age gay, it's cool. Yeah, yeah. No, it's okay. Yeah, yeah, whatever. We're big Chick-fil-A advocates, but we don't have anything against the gays. Yeah. They do, not us. Well, what what <laughs> I'm trying to say here is the signs, Randy Smith signs are too plain. On the other hand, Tim Lentz has got a good star on his sign. That's a name you can trust. He's got his face on some of his signs. What about Tranchina? Tranchina lost. He lost? So they got a runoff between Tim Lentz and... He went to like that movie with Will Ferrell and I think it's Zach Galifianakis? Did y'all watch that movie? No. Well, a runoff happens the when the um, person who's elected, who's running for re-election, doesn't get 50% or higher. Okay. So Randy Smith didn't get fifty percent or higher. So there's a runoff between him and the second place guy. I don't know when this became a, a political podcast. Yeah, so we're going with Tim Lentz on for governor. Who is? It's out of Resp- Eddie Rasponi and um, oh Eddie phony, phony Eddie Rasponi. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, Eddie Nobaloni Rasponi, um, and John Bell Edwards. They did a hit on Rasponi, calling him phony Rasponi. That then at the end of it, they had Rasponi uh, with his hunting bow at full draw. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I gotta go with Rasponi. But if Ed Ogeron beats Alabama, you can guarantee you I'm writing in Ed Ogeron for governor <laughs> when I go to vote on November 16th, folks. I agree. I think I would write it too. I'd I'd vote for him. Yeah. Well, yeah, easier. That's must step on. Yeah, uh, if step on. when we beat Alabama. I'm going to vote Ed Ogeron for governor on November 16th. And then next November, November 2020, I'm putting Joe Burrow as a write-in for uh, the presidency. <laughs> yeah, it's not a bad uh, not a bad choice. Full moon Joe. <clears throat> so we'll get into a uh, little recap of last week, seeing how we just went political on everybody. Nick's very passionate about this. Uh, sheriff's election but mainly he's passionate about the signs well you didn't let anybody know where the sheriff's election is yeah i did i think it's here st tammany parish and the governor's race is in louisiana okay i mean not everybody just listens from here just drink your bud light Um, another one 
All right, so we'll recap last week's college picks. First game of the week, I had Appalachian State. This was an all-around bad pick. I'll own this one. 15.5-point favorites playing a Georgia Southern team that runs the triple option. As I said last week, they run the ball, run the ball, run the ball. Both teams like to run the ball. That's way too many points. I know better than to make that pick. That's way too many points for two teams that run the ball constantly. Georgia Southern wound up breaking off two 60-plus-yard touchdowns to win the game outright. Um, If you took Georgia Southern on the money line, you were a very happy person. Um, Bad pick. I'm not going to make that mistake again. That one's on me. Uh, I did have, for my big easy bet of the week in college, was Utah minus 3.5 versus Washington. Utah was down early in this one, I believe 14-3 to three maybe. Uh, they wind up coming back to win by 5, if I remember it was 33-28. to 28. Um, Two crucial interceptions by Washington's quarterback, Eason, uh, sealed it for Utah. That was the difference in this game. Um, Zach Moss got going. And this is all off the top of my head. I ain't even reading anything, just so y'all can see it. All off the top of my head. Zach Moss, 27 carries, 100 yards, and a touchdown. He got going. Um, I love Zach Moss. I love dominant running backs, which is why I took Wisconsin a couple weeks ago. That didn't go well. But Utah, minus three and a half. It's a big, easy bet. Um, what are you chuckling at over there, Chuckles? All right. Yeah, I didn't think so. Um, So the one that bothered me the most this weekend was Nebraska, minus two and a half. They went to West Lafayette to play Purdue. Purdue is the alma mater of the greatest quarterback of all time, Drew Brees. The Saints were on a bye week this week, or this past week, so Drew Brees decided to take a trip to West Lafayette and give the Boilermakers a four-minute long pregame speech. I found this out midway through the first quarter um, and immediately knew that this bet was fucked. Nebraska minus two and a half point favorites. They were up 10 points. They were driving down to go put some more points on the board to potentially go up 17 to nothing. I noticed Drew Brees gives a pregame speech. Bam. Interception by Nebraska. It's like the black cat running onto the field on the Monday night game. There's nothing you can do to avoid it. Um, They blocked two punts in this game. And had two interceptions, and they still lost. Very frustrating to watch. Um, to close out the rest of my picks, I had Hawaii minus two. They lost, went up big, wound up losing. Um, I had Oregon minus five. Oregon's defense really came to play in this one. Uh, Slovis for USC made a lot of sloppy mistakes. Oregon wins easily. Um, then... I'll let Nick get to his picks here in a second, but we'll start with his big easy bet of the week, which was Florida plus six and a half, and I had Georgia minus six. Uh, give me your rundown on this game. Um, That first drive for Georgia, they converted every third down and went down and scored. Um, Yeah, Georgia finishes this game going 12 for 18 on third down. That's 67%. Um, Florida did not do good on third down. Um, they did not do good running the football. Uh, only 21 yards rushing. The Georgia Bulldogs had 119 yards rushing. And 
at the end of the day, yeah, it comes down to Georgia being able to convert on third down and their ability to run a football down the stretch that separated this game. And then Georgia goes for two to um, make it a 14-point game in the fourth quarter. And then Florida scores seven points, gets the ball back, but isn't able to score again. Yeah, well, good for me, bad for you. So um, let's just throw this out there. When's the last time Purdue was ever number one? <laughs> I don't know if they've ever been number one. <laughs> I can tell you why. Let's just throw this out there. Who the fuck names their team the Boilmakers? The Boilmakers? Boilermakers. Oh, okay. I thought you said Boilmakers. What, we part of the <laughs> union did. now? Shout out to Joseph. Like, I'm sorry. Come on. Like, Jesus Christmas. Joseph's in the union? No, boil. Joseph had a boil did back he? in high school. Oh, okay. <laughs> where at? Where? When? Like, where did he have the boil? Yeah. On his ass. Oh, wow. In it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, Joseph. I'm I wasn't sorry, Purdue. Y'all suck. I wasn't gonna go that deep I into it. I barely remember. <laughs> I wasn't gonna anyway, go that deep into it, but we'll move on so I people did forget. Bet another team in Florida. That was the Miami Hurricanes. Getting three and a half on the road against Florida State. Miami wins this game by seventeen points. Willie Taggart gets fired. They're saying Lane Kiffin could be next up in Florida State. That's a W. Then I had, um, you know who I saw? Who? Coach Jason Brown from uh, Last Chance U. He's uh, applying for the job. Well, I don't know. They said they weren't looking at him, but there was like rumors that they might be, and so then he like was tweeting about it and all that. He was the one who went to jail because, or not went to jail. Uh, he got in trouble. I don't know what exactly happened, but I know he got fired. Because he told a German recruit that he's going to be his Hitler. And uh, I think it was like a kicker, too. Like, you're riding the kicker. Get the fuck over it, though. Like, <laughs> yeah, but I mean. Look at pussies these days, I swear. Yeah, but I mean. Can I there's, say the word? I mean, yeah, you wonder why I told on him. Yeah. But on uh, the other hand, I had yeah. Tulane minus 10. Yeah, they went by 12 against. Who'd they play? Tulane. Tulsa. Tulsa, yeah. They beat Tulsa by 12, 38 to 26. That was a good pick. And then I had... It wasn't a great pick, though. It wasn't a gimme. It was a good pick. That's what I said. It yeah, it was close there for a little bit, but Tulane pulls ahead in the fourth quarter. At the very end, too. Um, I was sweating that one out but a little bit. I had... Did I mention? I had UAB plus 12 on the road against a Tennessee team that I guess is playing better now because they beat them 30 to 7. You Not also, a good pick. There. You also had uh, San Jose State plus seventeen and a half versus my Boise State Blue Broncos. I said, told everybody, stay away from Boise this week, and that was right. Um, yeah, but I picked them, and this game, uh, San Jose State was winning this game for the majority of the game, and Boise State mounts a comeback in the second half, and. Pulls away in the fourth quarter and they win this game, forty-five to thirty-five, I believe. Yep. Yeah, it was a ten-point victory. Um, yeah, I told everybody don't ride with the Blue Broncos this week. San Jose, San Jose State was coming off a couple good wins. Um, they had a lot of momentum and they were able to keep it close. So if you avoided that one, good. Um, so three and three on the weekend for me. Three and th- three and two on the weekend for Nick. So overall, that brings me to thirty-five and twenty-nine, and I hit my big easy bet for college. 
That brings Nick to 27 and 21, and he did not hit his big easy bet of Florida. Um, overall, that brings us to 48 and 37. So, I mean, that's still that's a positive weekend. We're growing that record. Um, <clears throat> so we'll move on to. The NFL picks, we're going to recap NFL picks, and then we will – okay, Jesse just walked in with a 12-pack of Bud Light. Um, we're going to recap the NFL picks, and then we will recap the UFC 244 fight card. Um, so Thursday night we had uh, a battle of the ages, Cardinals versus the Niners. As we said, everybody was on the Niners. You have to be crazy to bet the Cardinals. Well, I took the Cardinals. Plus nine and a half. That's a W. And I'm on a four-game win streak when betting Thursday nights. Um, so yeah, as Nick said earlier, just go ahead and crack it. There you go. Uh, Nick, as Nick said earlier when we were talking, um, Cardinals backdoor covered this one, but backdoor cover is a cover, any way you look at it. Yeah, I had the Forty Niners and and I lost. <laughs> um. <laughs> I had the Colts as my big easy bet of the week for the NFL. This game was extremely frustrating. They look great with Jacoby Brissett. Quentin Nelson's fat ass gets blown off the ball, steps on Brissett's ankle, and then lands on his knee. And Brissett never comes back into the game. Brian Hoyer comes into the game, actually threw a touchdown, and then he threw another touchdown to the other team uh, for 97-yard pick six. And then it was just a shit show from there. This game shouldn't have been close, but they were had to – scratch and claw because Brian Hoyer sucks. Um then they still had a chance to win this game. <clears throat> At the end of the game, you've got Adam Vinatieri responsible for I think two of Tom Brady's Super Bowls uh by himself and he had a 44-yard field goal attempt to win this game. So I mean, very winnable game right there. You just got to hit a kick. Uh good snap not a good hold. If he had held the ball laces out like he's supposed to, Ray would never have missed that kick. Yeah. Laces out. Laces out. He put the laces in. You blew it! And Vinatieri absolutely shanks this kick to the left. It never had a chance. Never had a chance. I mean, you sit there, you get on the edge. Like, I'm standing up. I'm looking. Like, you're like, oh, you're, you're, holding, you're holding it in. You're waiting. And then to just have it just shank right to the left immediately just makes you want to punch something. Like, it, it was a frustrating way to lose. And that's how we lost our big easy bet of the week in the NFL. Helen Keller could have a better kick than that. Yeah, maybe. Well, I had the Colts as well. That's right. So that's another loss for me. But it wasn't your big easy bet. No, I lost my that bet as well. <laughs> So I had the Texans minus two, the London game versus the Jaguars. Minshew Mania is dead. Nick Foles is coming back. Minshew's last four possessions of his career so far have all resulted in turnovers. Uh, two picks and two fumbles. Not very good. You started him in fantasy, did you not? I can tell you, if you got him in fantasy, <clears throat> throw him in the trash. That's uh, all he is. That's all he ever will be. Who'd you play last week? Take that mustache off his face, too. How about that? Who'd you play last week? In fantasy uh the loser of the league uh, well, uh, i think that's you i'm on a one game win streak <laughs> so uh, actually you're not the loser of the league it is joseph no i know we're in the toughest division apparently our division yeah you're it's, the loser. it's horseshit but and uh, you're, you have the same record as me but i just have more points <laughs> yeah i know and i just absolutely curb stomped the shit out of you so i won't be in last place for long um 
So, yeah, Texans minus two. Deshaun Watson looked great. Um, Fournette couldn't get going in this one. Uh, this one never really was in doubt. This one was handled by the Texans. So, Texans minus two. That's a W. Then we had the Browns minus three. I am officially removing myself from the Baker Mayfield bandwagon. This was a, another bad game. But what did it for me was the last play of the game for, by the Browns on fourth down. Odell Beckham Jr. absolutely blows by Chris Harris off the line, fourth and five. Uh, I think they were 40 yards out. I don't remember where they were. They were they were on the Broncos' side of the field. About 40 yards out, just blows by him, and Baker Mayfield's too scared to give him the ball. He throws over the middle to Jarvis Landry in double coverage. Game over. You got to get the ball to your best player. Do you concur? Yeah, Baker Mayfield – looks like he wants a box of Baker's dozens. He's a sad, sorry piece of shit. <laughs> I mean, have y'all noticed that he has like 20 progressive commercials? No, you seen his Hulu commercials? That too. And he literally, it's just talking about money. Every week, they Jesus come out with Christmas. a new progressive commercial. Get off commercial. This damn TV and go study your fucking playbook. <laughs> Look for Odell. Yeah, Freddie Kitchens is a terrible coach. Freddie Kitchens needs to be fired yesterday. So I have a I, question. I'm not putting it all on him. Go ahead. Who was the last quarterback before Mayfield on the Browns? It may have been um, Brian Hoyer. Uh, yeah. What about him? Been. Was it Manziel before him? Yeah. Yeah, but they I need think, to stop. Though I think there was some in between there. They the Browns haven't been good. In, wasn't Cody Kessler in there it somewhere? It seems like 500 years. Yeah, they've had a lot of quarterbacks. They no, but I fit. mean, like, these running back bullshit, under fucking six foot. Like, you need to get somebody that has legs that can throw the ball. And no, I, I think Baker's going to be a good quarterback in this league. He set a rookie record for touchdowns his first year um, and only had, I think, 11 interceptions. I think Freddie Kitchens is in over his head. He doesn't know what he's doing. So you um, think it's a coach over – I think it's very, in a very large part, yes, I think it's Freddie Kitchens. I think so, Baker Mayfield's talented. I think he. So you might be on the Baker Mayfield train later on. As of now, I'm removing myself from it, but that doesn't mean I won't be back on it later. But I don't. it's not Freddie Kitchens' fault that Baker Mayfield. Well, I don't know. We talked about this. He didn't even look his way, like you said. He didn't even look to Odell's side. Yeah, which makes me think the play call wasn't like it was just. um. Odell was running a route that wasn't even He's a real a decoy. Read. Yeah. yeah. So because he did just run a, a fly route, a seam, which is crazy to me. It's it. You should be looking for that. Yeah, you the, know it's going. That's what Steve Young said. I got the ball to Jerry Rice on almost every play. You know where to go. You know where your bread is buttered. He's the best player on the field at all times. You get him the ball. That's yeah, what. Yeah. So that's what, that's what did it for me. That's what got me off. At the, the end of games, it's players that make. That win, not yep. plays. Yeah, and they tried to do it with a pl- get crafty with the play call, and it didn't work out because Jarvis Landry was covered and yep. Baker double cover to not him. even close to being open. That was extremely frustrating. So Browns minus three, it's a loss. Um, two and two on the weekend in NFL brings us to sixteen, seventeen, and one. So a two and two weekend in the NFL and a three and three weekend in college. That's not a didn't lose money. We made our money back and we lived to fight another week. So betting on the Browns again this next, week. This week? Nope, I am not. They're playing the Bills. I know, and I, you know I like the Bills. Yeah, I had the um, the Packers. Yep. 
favored by three. Three against the uh, Chargers, and the Chargers played their best game of the season. Aaron Rodgers throws for 171 passing yards. That's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> the Packers just sucked that game. Yeah. That was good analysis <laughs> right there. Um, no, they did. What did Aaron Jones do? He didn't do anything either. Yeah. Well, yeah, they played bad. The Packers, I'm 0-3. The Chargers do have a very good defense. Uh, yeah, they rushed a pass pa- very, well, very well, good. passing-wise, they don't give up a lot of yards through the air. I think they're the sixth-ranked defense uh, through the air, the Chargers, the yeah. Chargers. Yeah, so anyway, that makes me 0-3 in NFL this week. Not and good. Yeah. Yeah, not good. Um, yep, yep, next yep, week. yep. So overall records for NFL that brings us to twenty one, twenty two, and one. I know that record's not where we want it to be, but it's a long season uh, ahead tell of you us. What next week? This week, guess what's going to happen with all my bets? What's going to happen? We're going to have a winning record, baby. All right. <laughs> we don't condone any of Jesse's picks. Jesse is multiple beers in, and he doesn't have a shirt on right now. Um, but I'm telling you what: if all my picks are winning, they're bringing me on next week. How about that? Deal deal um don't do that clicking thing into the mic again or i'll take your microphone away yeah none of that tribal shit yeah man. yeah i don't know what y'all do in the army over there but just drink your strawberry lager and shut up so yeah i know the record's not where we want it to be at 22 21 and 22 but we will get it going um i personally guarantee that we will be in the green by the end of the season when it comes to the nfl you could take that straight to the bank. Um, but, yeah, as of right now, we're one game under 500. Yeah, you should probably start betting this. Start betting what? Betting is in NFL picks. Who? The listeners. Oh, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. one, one time I hit a nine-leg parlay. Yeah. Now I can't win a game. That's so. like your claim to fame right there. Nine-leg parlay. It was unbelievable. How much did you put on it? Ten bucks. How much did you win? Fifteen hundred. Which is unbelievable. Those odds don't seem right. Wait. Uh, when you hit nine again. in a row, yeah. Say it again. No, I'm saying like I feel like you should have won more. Nine lake parlay for what? Did you put money line bets? Like with no, favorites? they were all against the spread. Really? I feel like that should have paid out more. But what do I know? I'm pretty sure I had ten bucks on it. Yeah. Okay. Well. Ten bucks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well. Hmm. So you got before we make our picks for this week. You got anything else you wanna you wanna say? Go Tigers! You wanna you wanna give a shout out to anybody back home? Mm, who would I shout out back home? I am home. Okay, so he doesn't want to give a shout out to anybody. What about you? Yeah, you know um, what? Go read. Go read. Yeah. Okay. Go yeah. read. Go Cammy. Like go read a book. No, read my little brother. <laughs> oh right. All Blue High School. Playing a uh, cornerback. Cornerback. They moved yeah. him from linebacker. Well, next year. Oh, okay. So you're just hoping he plays cornerback. He's going to. Okay. And then you got Cammy over there doing her thing at uh <laughs> over there at a beta middle school. <laughs> She's still like Kodak Black. Uh, how about a new? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We're gonna want to see you winning. All right, we're gonna get into some picks here. Um, Actually, let's recap UFC 244 before we get into our picks. Um, We're gonna quickly go through this so we don't run this too long. 
Uh, as I said last week, I really wanted to bet Kevin Lee versus uh, Giuseppe. Uh, Giuseppe was undefeated. I believe he was 13-0 going into the fight. I wanted to bet Kevin Lee, but I stayed away from it. I did not uh, make a pick for that one. Well, I should have because he had an uh, incredible head kick knockout. Absolutely put the guy out cold. Um, and that might have been possible. That was probably the best fight of the night, honestly. This was a uh, kind of a lackluster card, but it was jam-packed with good good fighters. Um, so the first fight we had was the Black Beast, Derek Lewis, the New Orleans native, versus Ivanov Blagoy. Blagoy Ivanov, something like that. Some Yeah, Blagoy uh, Ivanov. Did over they there. ever figure out what was wrong with his nuts the first fight? They were hot. Why? Uh, because he's a large man and he was fighting. I don't think there was anything to figure out. There his was no, legs are big. There was no. I mean, did, what, did you rub icy hot on him? Before well, there was the no like. There's no no like riddle to solve though. Like I mean, solve has the your puzzle. Balls why has not been hot? Yeah. I mean, not like that. I but mean, my balls hot. He said my balls were hot. I don't blame him. Oh, that's just fucking weird to me. Um. Well, he won by split decision. Uh, very unorthodox fighter. He looks like uh, he should be like a chef, and then he throws out like a roundhouse kick every now and then. That hurts my hamstring just watching. But he's got some he's got some power in his punches. Uh, old Blagoy, I thought he sh- he should have went to sleep quite a few times. You got to give it to him for staying on his feet and uh, keeping the lights on. But nevertheless. Derek Lewis wins by split decision. I believe it was a split decision. I I could be wrong, but I think it was. All I know is he won. So 1 and 0 so far to start the night there. Next we had Darren Till versus uh who Darren Till fight? I don't even remember. Kevin Gastelum. Yep, Kelvin Gastelum. Kelvin, yes. Kevin. Yes. Oh, uh, yeah, same thing. Um yeah, he he didn't want the L, but he got the L. Uh so, yeah, Darren Till wins. There was actually a report that Darren Till got the jitters before this fight and almost faked an injury. He actually said this himself. He was doubting his abilities and almost didn't come out for the fight. Well, that's the sorriest shit I've ever heard, but luckily he still came out and won. What are your thoughts on that, him getting the jitters? That's a real fucking fighter right there. A real fighter? Yeah. Who, who doesn't fight? I mean, what every, real every, fighter every, every, gets scared to go fight? Every fight that I knew that I was going to get into, unless it just happened, like on the dot, if I knew I was going to get into the fight, I was scared. You think Chuck Liddell was scared as he was walking down there? Yeah, I mean, you're going to walk in, you're confident, but knowing there's another dude no, that's I get equally it. as good as you that could just hit you one time and beat your ass and you lose that belt. I don't know what they were fighting for. I didn't watch it wasn't fight. a belt, but yeah, no, I get what you're saying. But... Um, yeah, yeah. Every... I, I think if you fight scared, you go out there and you're arrogant and you're cocky. You're gonna go out there just doing things and you're not gonna be cautious. He went out there. He was scared and look he was what very cautious. He was cautious. He won. He yeah, I think it's your. I think all the fighters walk into the ring have some bit of fear or yeah, scared feeling going in. Yeah, I mean, I I, mean, I wouldn't deny that, but I don't think. I mean, taking a dive. It's like all the fights that I've been in, once I got scared, I knew it was time to fight. Yeah, once you're scared, you know. Like, like once your adrenaline pumps in, it's like you like know you got to fight. For a reason. You know yeah, natural instinct. 
what are you going to do at that, yeah. that point? Well, he went out there and he did enough to win this fight. He won by decision as well. Um, but I felt like he fought a hell of a fight. I thought it was a little more one-sided than the judges even gave him. But he went out there and did what he needed to do and you think got a it win. Was more sided for who? For Till. I thought he, yeah, I thought he won the fight pretty handily. But they they made it they pictured it as a little more even of a fight. Um, so yeah, two and zero oh after that. Then we had actually before that fight. Uh, I'm sorry, that was the co-main event. Before that fight, we had Stephen Wonderboy Thompson. Um, it's a winning last name right there. He, as Nick said, might be one of the best strikers in UFC history, and he put it on full display. Um, I don't remember what the exact decision was. I don't remember if it was unanimous or what. I don't think it was. Do but you concur? I do concur. He looked fantastic. Um, he won easily and catapulted us to 3-0 and on the night. And then we came to the main event uh, for the newly named belt. It's the most expensive belt in UFC history at a whopping only $50,000, which I figured they would have a belt. It cost 50000 bucks to make. And it was their most expensive belt. I felt like that would have been... I felt like their belts would be a little more expensive than that. Are they buying them? $50,000 buy- to make a belt. Well, that's their most expensive one. Where are the other ones being bought from the middle of the mall? Like, that's it? They need some Tony Scherrer and shit. Yeah, I know. That's that middle of the mall shit. Yeah. So, <laughs> nevertheless, it was labeled the baddest motherfucker belt, and this fight got stopped by a doctor going into the fourth round. Um, that's not very bad to the bone right there. That's what pretty- he was leaking, though. And he was split. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Nate Diaz hadn't been finished in a fight since 2006, and now he's got another one on his resume. Uh, But I do got to say, credit to Jorge Masvidal. He came out absolutely throwing bombs. His accuracy looked incredible. He was piecing Diaz up. Uh, But I really, really, really wanted to see this fight go to the fourth and fifth round because everybody knows that's where Diaz comes alive. And Masvidal looked like he was running out of gas a little bit. So I feel like we all got robbed of a really good ending to a great fight. Um, But Masvidal said he'll let it run it back with uh, Diaz. Uh, But Dana White seems to be putting the nicks on that. So we'll see what happens. But Yeah, I didn't think they should have stopped it. No, me neither. They're going to fight again. But yeah, the cut was bad. But um, usually when they stop a fight, it's because that blood's getting into the fighter's eye. And not allowing him to be able to see and defend himself yep. uh, to the best of his ability. This wasn't the case. As as what I saw, it looked like the bleeding was under control. It just the cut was pretty big, and they had also had a cut underneath the eye. Yep. So like, if it were to honestly, keep if you go back and look at it the kick, like it, it happened. It happened from the kick from Masvidal. If you go back and look at it though, it looks like it might have been from like his toenails. Like oh, yeah, he like absolutely. toe poked him in the eye. Oh like, uh, yeah. Like I think honestly, I think the toenail might have cut it open. Definitely. Yeah, they're supposed to have their fingernails I mean, and their toenails. Yeah, and it, I could be wrong. Very, I could be wrong, well. but it didn't look like it looked like he kind of jabbed him like that's, with the nail. That's one of your sharpest bones in your body, though. That in your elbow. Yeah. So. Yeah, but he's been hit there so many times. I, know. Well, I could any one of us could walk up and punch him once, and he'd probably open up. Probably so. So. But. That photo after, I mean. Yeah. No, yeah, I mean, it, it was a bad cut, don't get me wrong. But for that fight to label it, to have a belt on the line labeled that, I mean, you can't stop that but fight. But also over the TV and being in person, I mean. No, I know, but let him, let him sign stuff. a waiver. Yeah, I think if there isn't blood in, in that that's going into the eye or if the 
It, it was a bad gash, but it wasn't actually I, leaking. I guess you can't really tell whether Nate Diaz is, has it's, a concussion or no, not. No, he's constantly got a concussion. Still, I mean, dude, like, with the UFC originated from, you remember how those guys were. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. dude. You they would, would kick. You would fight. and then Bare you knuckle. Fight to no fight. weight classes. You could wear win, shoes. And you go to the next fight. And then you win. And then you go to the next fight. Like, you would fight a few fights. No, yeah, you'd in one fight night. like four fights. Yeah, no, there was, it was a tournament. You'd literally each... be getting knocked the hell out and still getting pounded in. Yeah, it was, a one, it was a one or two day tournament. Like, yeah. So, Hoist but Gracie. I mean, we're a lot smarter now and we know that you can mess up your brain, but I still His think brain's already that... messed up, though. He's yeah, so far gone. Just let him go. Let him go. Um, but yeah, so. We'll take the loss there, even though I don't like it. Um, but oh well, what can you do? That brings me to eight and one overall, picking UFC. Uh, absolutely on fire. A three and one night. You gotta love it. What's your overall record picking UFC, Nick? Five and four. Five and four. That's positive. He did pick Dustin Poirier to upset Khabib Nurmagomedov, um, which is almost a guaranteed loss. We knew it going. He in. almost had him. Yeah, maybe, but. What was that the with the uh, triangle guillotine. or the guillotine? That's what it was. I'll tell um, you what, I wasn't betting on Diaz. No. Well, no. it's easy to say after the fact. No, I'm serious. You know, I don't like Nate Diaz ever since the McGregor fights. McGregor. Mick. <laughs> Did I say Nick Gregor? Right, ever since Nick the McGregor. He got offended at first. Buzz. How do you spell that? Buzz. <laughs> spell Rerudo. Those are ours. All right. Let's move into some picks for this week. Um, and we're going to start it off with the biggest game of the weekend. Number two, LSU Tigers going to Tuscaloosa to play the number three, Alabama Crimson Tide or the Elephants because they're a double mascot team like Auburn. Auburn are the Tigers, and then they've got the War, War Eagle. Eagles I absolutely hate yeah, it. Yeah, and the Flightsmen. Get the fuck out of what here. What the hell is that? Make it's another one. They like to call themselves the flights, man. Auburn? Yeah. They've got three? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Auburn's mascot is on, uh, the, it's having heart failure. The it was war- the woman that decided the name. They're fickle minded as fuck. They can't decide. Okay. <laughs> the War Eagle is, the War Eagle is, uh, <laughs> is, is worried to have heart failure. So does that mean hammer Auburn this week? The barstool guys like to say when there's Auburn playing. I think so. I don't know. I don't remember seeing seeing their game. I think they might be on bye week. Yeah, maybe so. Because they play Georgia next week. But so the Tigers go into Tuscaloosa to play, uh, as I've dubbed it, the biggest game in the last decade, uh, regular season at least. This is the most hyped game between the two in quite a while. Bama has owned this series as of late, winning I believe what the last eight seven or eight i think last time we won was in 2011 um it was but we haven't had an offense like this since i could ever remember uh this is the most high-powered offense we've had and bama's defense is not nearly as good tua old twig ankle tua is banged up um i think they're rushing him back but he will be ready to play. I know it's not official yet, but he's going to play. Take my word for it. They're going to fuck that ankle up. Yeah, we're going right for that goddamn ankle, baby. We're bringing back Bounty Gate from the Saints. We got Joe Brady in there. I don't know. I don't think Joe Brady was on the staff back in 2009, but because he was probably like 15, but we're, he's, he's taking a page out of uh, Greg Williams' book. We're going right for that ankle. We're stomping the shit out of that thing. Um, I'm taking LSU plus six and a half here. 
Uh, Nick's giving himself a stick and poke tattoo at the table. Jesse's shirtless, and he's like six beers in. Um, so we're discombobulated over here. But I'm taking LSU plus six and a half. What about you? Yeah. All right. I'm taking them as well. <laughs> what What about you? LSU's winning that motherfucking thing. So I'm you, doing... you're taking them? Yes. You think they went out right? What do you mean? You think they win the game? Oh, absolutely. When we bet plus six and a half. Uh, yeah, so we don't condone Jesse's picks. Jesse's not the biggest better in the world. But um, you have played football your whole life. My so picks you... will be right, though. Okay. So. <laughs> He's guaranteeing it. Um, so, yeah, you're taking LSU to win the game outright on the money line. 20 to 14. Okay. Uh, so he likes the under there too, is what he was telling I'm us. I'm taking earlier. the under for sure. Yeah, I think it's at 64 right now. So he likes under 64 and LSU on the money line. Me and Nick are both on LSU plus six and a half. I feel like this is. Um, it worries me a little bit. This is more of an important game for. I mean, it's an important game for both sides, either way you look at it. But if Bama loses this game, I personally feel like they miss the playoff. They don't have the the resume to get in over some of these other one loss teams. And, I mean, it's all it's all going to play out. It's hard to know right now. Penn State's going to have to play Ohio State. We obviously play Bama. Bama's got to go play Auburn. There's still a ton of, ton of football left to be played. But I feel like this game is more important for Alabama than it is LSU in the sense of that, as if LSU goes to Tuscaloosa and comes away with a close loss. Um, and that's our only loss of the season. We still make the playoff, in my opinion. Well, we know what Auburn can do to Alabama, too. Yeah, well, this isn't. Yeah, I think the big thing here is that um, in regards to playoff implications, <laughs> Alabama is at home. This game's in Tuscaloosa. So, yeah, to lose at home is bad. But I don't know, dude. I think if LSU wins, that that they will be by far, they'll be um, the best team thrusted in the into nation. the number one spot. You and then you got to look at Alabama. Well, if it's their only losses to um, LSU, who's number one, and if it even if it's a close game, um, that I think they're they're still going to get in somehow. No, yeah, I get it they because could, I mean they, they got still in. Squeak in. It's Alabama. When it was still the BCS, number one and number mm-hmm. two got in. You had Oklahoma State. The Cowboys, who were had one loss but were conference champ, Big Twelve conference champions, and they did not get in. Alabama ended up getting in, and Alabama ended up winning the national championship that year, twenty-one to nothing against an undefeated LSU team. Yeah, no, I mean, they could still squeak in. But, but this game here, you got Tua, who's injured. I think he's going to be close to hundred percent. Yeah. Come game too. time, I think he's going to be able to do what he normally does. Um. Yeah, it's going to be a close game to me. I definitely think it's going to be closer than six points. I'm thinking four max. Yeah. Maybe five at tops. But, um, yeah, if I were to pick a score, I would say it could be 31 or even 30 to seven. I mean, 30 to 27, 27 yeah. 31, 27, something like that. Either way, though, uh, I do think LSU has a good chance of winning this game. Me too. No, yeah, this is one to strongly consider putting on the money line, in my opinion. We obviously are not picking on the money line just for podcast purposes. Uh, with the record, we pick everything by the spread. Um, but this is one that I would strongly consider the money line. So I think this if there's ever a year for LSU to do it, this is the year. We've got the offense to go in there and put up points and uh, 
their defense is not what it has been in years past. Yeah, and I'm also taking um, the under in this one, under 64 points. I think given um, both of these defense a bye week, you have Nick Saban on Alabama side game planning, and um, really he's been a defensive guy his whole career, mm-hmm. and uh, he's able to pick up on offensive tendencies and able to stop them. And then Dave Aranda on the other side with LSU, you give him a extra week to prepare for a very good Alabama offense. I expect both of these teams to come out slow on offense. Last year, um, LSU without Devin White held Alabama to 10 points in the first half. Alabama held LSU to zero points in that first half. Um, yeah, so I'm going with LSU-Alabama game under 64.5, and then I'm also going to go with the first half total under 31.5. I like it. Under all across the board. Um, I don't like it enough to do it, but I'm going to hit you with the jinx on the uh, I like your pick, even though I'm not taking it like you do all of mine. Um, So, no shock, we're all on the Tigers. Who would have saw that coming? But, all right, another one I got. Friday game, Washington Huskies at Oregon State Beavers. This game is in Corvallis. Um, out of the last 10 matchups, Washington has dominated. They have a 7-3 and record in the last 10, uh, also winning the last seven straight. So last year they beat them 42-23. to But Oregon State is 5-2 and against the spread this year. Uh, they have a sixth-year quarterback in Jake Lutton, Luton, don't know how you pronounce it, but I think it's Lutton. Uh he got a medical uh I don't know what you call it, medical red shirt. Um he got granted another year of el- eligibility because he kept getting injured with these devastating injuries. So, he's back for a 6-year in his entire career they have not beat Washington. Um I mean, he's a big guy, 6 foot 7. He's thrown for 1,930 yards, 19 touchdowns, and one interception this year. Um, I think he's going to come out and he's going to have a great game. Uh, The main difference maker for them, in my opinion, is Isaiah Hodgins. He's got 63 receptions, 895 yards, and 12 touchdowns. This guy is an absolute stud. I think him and Lutton are going to connect for a big play down the stretch to cover the spread, and you never know. They might pull off the upset. Uh, I'm going Oregon State plus 10 versus the Huskies. Next one for me is Arizona State versus USC. Um, Arizona State, this line's been moving all over the place. Last I have it at is Arizona State minus one and a half. So we've seen that Slovis has now begun to be sloppy with the ball, um, as we saw against Oregon. He had a really bad pick six in this game, and he threw, I believe, another interception, maybe even two more. Um Herm Edwards is a defensive guy. He played defensive back in the NFL. Um, he knows how to coach up the defense, so I think he's going to be ready. He's going to – I look for Slovis to make some critical turnovers in this game. I like Jaden Daniels' ability to keep the play alive at quarterback. And the Sun Devils have the better runner in this game in Ito Benjamin. So – Hello? You play to win the game. Give me the, give me the Sun Devils minus one and a half versus the Trojans. You got another one for us? Is that game in Southern California or is it in Arizona? This game is in Southern California. 
if I remember correctly. Yeah, probably so. Um, but I'll fact check that while you go over your. I. I'm gonna go with, um, number twelve, the undefeated Baylor Bears going on the road to play Texas Christian University. Um, Baylor's a two-point favorite in this game. This game is in Arizona State, by the way, actually. Okay. Yeah. Well, that. Even better. Yeah, USC plays doesn't play that plays a lot better at home than on the road, from what I've seen. So, yeah, you seems like a good it. pick. Don't say it. <laughs> um, <laughs> Please don't say it. Yeah. Anyway, back to Baylor. I got the Baylor Bears favored by two points. I think the big difference in this game is going to be uh, the quarterback play for Baylor, Charlie, Charlie Brewer. Yep. Charlie rigged a bridge. <laughs> I'm actually on Baylor as well. I like them. You say cool? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I like them. I think they're finally over the Art Bryles fiasco. They sit at number 11 in the nation, 8-0. Uh, this is going to be a tough game, I think. I don't think this is a walk in the park, but, I mean, they score some points. Yeah, TCU has a a decent defense. Who's their coach, Gary Patterson? That's a good little, that's a good little nugget right there. Anyway, back to what <laughs> I know. TCU has a good defense, um, but Baylor is able to run the ball. They're a very balanced team. I do, I do like Baylor in this one. Okay, uh, that brings me to my big easy bet of the week. See how you like this one. Uh, the Georgia Bulldogs over Missouri minus sixteen and a half. Let me tell you why. So, obviously, we know Georgia's coming off a big win over Florida. Some might think they're due for a letdown game. I do not. Um, They know either LSU or Bama is going to have a loss after today. I think Kirby Smart's going to have them fired up. It's crunch time now. It's time to – it's nut up or shut up time. So, this might not be a very popular pick. But I feel like they're going to come to play. That defense looked good. They know that Bama or LSU are getting a loss. They're sitting there at what, number eight? No, number six. Georgia's number six. They're right on the outside looking in. I think he know he's going to have them fired up. He's going to have them ready to play. And they know they got to come out and kick the shit out of everybody. The, the games that they need that, that are easy wins, I don't think they're going to leave up to chance. I think they're going to dominate Missouri here. Give me your thoughts on that. What do you think? You think that's crazy? Heck no. You once dubbed Missouri the second worst team in the SEC. Missouri's not a very good team. Let me put that out there. Um, What? Georgia's got it. You like it? Yeah. They got to win by 17, though. Yeah, I like them as well. I'm picking them as well. It's my big easy I wasn't going to when I first walked into this door, but I I was strongly thinking about it earlier. And I just sold you. Was it then that lost to South Carolina this year? Yes. Oh, I still got it, though. So did I? Did I, I think sell you looking at this, Georgia's trending in a positive direction. Mm-hmm. Um, Missouri, on the other hand, is trending in a very negative direction. Yeah. No, I, I think they're going to be. They know they're right there on the outside. They probably lost to South Carolina and thought we're fucked. Like we're not going to get in now. And I thought that too. And so now it's LSU and Alabama are going to have a loss. Yeah, they still have one a, of them. Hopefully, that, Bama. Even that doesn't even matter. If LSU and Alabama. Well, because LSU, regardless, floor, um, Georgia's going to have to play LSU or Alabama mm-hmm. in the ne- in, in the SEC championship game. 
So if they can get a win like that on their resume, then they're mm. going to be able to get in the college football playoff. Yeah. But, um, yeah, right now they're sitting at six, which could be shocking to a lot of people because of the loss to South Carolina. At home, they lost to South Carolina while playing at home. I know, that was crazy. Um, Rodrigo, wide left. Yeah, but they had so many chances to win that game, and they just blew them all. I know, that was a game where the corner had uh, three interceptions. The one guy had three picks. Yeah, Very impressive. yeah but I'm going to take Georgia as well just because I – don't like Missouri, and I think um, Georgia's getting it clicking, especially Jake Fromm with his third down efficiency. Yep. That's where um, quarterbacks in NFL make their money is on third down. Without so. a doubt. Um, what else you got for college that wraps up my college picks? I got one. Let us hear it. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to put no money about put no money on it, but I got money on it. Okay, let us hear it. Vanderbilt. Oh God. Over Florida. Okay. They're 26.5-point underdogs. That's all right. You think they're going to win outright? Yeah. All right. Well, if you pick that, then you can definitely come back on next week. <laughs> yeah. If if Vanderbilt wins, then you're coming on for the rest of, for the, rest of the season. <laughs> well, I'm not even doing it for the money. I'm doing it because I don't like Florida like that. Okay. Well, that now you just lost all credibility. You should have kept that one to yourself. I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> this is strictly for the money. <laughs> all right. I'm going to recap real quick. Wait. I'm not finished. Yeah, he's not finished. Well, I asked you if you were. And then he said, wait, I got one. (laughs) He didn't let me go. Yeah, I got um, Iowa State going on the road to play number nine, Oklahoma. Okay. Wow. Um, Oklahoma's 14-point favorites in this one. I'm taking the Sooners. I do like Iowa State. Um, Oh, you're taking the Sooners? Yeah. I thought you said you're taking Iowa State. No. I like Purdy at quarterback. I do like Bryce Purdy. Is it Um, Bryce or Brock? Brock, Bryce, I don't know. I think it's Brock. It I'm might gonna, be Brock. I'm going to fact check that. You must not like him that much. Anyway, it's shaky bro, on the first bro-kay. name. What'd His you name just? is Brokay. Okay. Okay. Don't <laughs> continue, continue. Um, where was I? Oklahoma's got their backs against the wall with a loss to Kansas State. Right now they're sitting at number nine with only a 9% chance of making the college football playoff. Brock Purdy. Confirmed. Um, yeah, Jalen Hurts has got something to prove. Yeah, I like Oklahoma in this one with their backs against the wall. Minus 14? Yeah. Okay. That's your last one? Or you yeah. got another one? Okay. So to recap college real quick because we are running on I one more. 66 minutes. We'll come back to you, all right? Jesus Christmas. <laughs> well, I've got Oregon State plus 10. Versus Washington, I've got Arizona State at home, minus one and a half versus USC. I have my big easy bet of the week for college, the Georgia Bulldogs, minus 16 and a half versus Missouri. I've got Baylor, minus two, on the road against TCU. And then I've got the LSU Tigers, plus six and a half versus Alabama. I love it. Burrow for Heisman is the only note I have written under that game. Just, oh, so, just so you can see it. I have notes for every other game except this one. All I wrote was... Number nine for Heisman. Burrow for Heisman. Okay. My recap for college football picks this week. Yes. I got the number 12 Baylor Bears going on the road to play the TCU Horn Frogs. Baylor getting two and a half. I'm going with Baylor. Like it. Love it. Um, I'm going with number nine, Oklahoma, at home playing Iowa State. 
Oklahoma's given 14 and a half points. I'm taking Oklahoma minus 14. Don't love it, but not a bad pick. Um, then actually I didn't mention this, but my big easy bet. You got to go with the Fighting Tigers of LSU. Let's go, baby. Plus six and a half. If you bet them on the spread, you're definitely going to win. If you bet them on the money line, it's going to be a close one. Um, I think out of this year, LSU has the best chance of beating Alabama than they have in the past 10 years. Boy, I just got the goosebumps. <laughs> yeah, even even that 2011 game, I think, uh, Alabama's field goal kicker missed some some gimme field goals, and that's the reason why we won. Um, yeah, you got to take the Tigers in this one. At every year, I'm like, I want to bet LSU to beat Alabama. This year, I'm definitely doing it, and I'm going in 100% for them because I think it's the year. Um, I also have the LSU-Alabama under 64. I think the defenses are going to come to play, and I think that's so much that I'm taking the first half under as well, under 31 and a half. All right. Like it. Did I mention I also have the Georgia Bulldogs yep. favored sixteen and a half, which is playing the Missouri game. Tigers. Which There's is. only room for one Tiger in this SEC, and that's the Fighting Tigers out of Baton Rouge, baby. We only have the other two pansies. <laughs> All right, so we're gonna quickly go through our NFL picks. Wait, I gotta go one more. Go ahead. I want Texas over Kansas. Texas over Kansas. Yes. Didn't they just play? No. You talking it's about Kansas, Kansas State. State? Yeah. They play Saturday. Okay. Texas is seven-point favorites. They're not ranked. But they're seven-point favorites. Yeah, you taking them with the spread? So to win by more than a touchdown. Or yes. or a touchdown is a push. And they're going to win, yes. Okay. Course. We're going to keep track of all Kansas of that. Kansas State is ranked 20th, too. Yeah, maybe 22, but yeah. yeah. Um, okay, to recap his, mm-hmm. he's got LSU. You're taking them to win outright. Yeah. He's got the under as well. And I got the under. Under 64. And then you got Vandy to win outright? Or are you going with Vandy <laughs> plus 26 Just and give a him half? the spread. Give him the spread. Yeah, let's um, – yeah, fuck it. Give him the spread. He's not let's taking – I just hate Florida. <laughs> Vanderbilt plus 26. We'll give – Yeah, that ain't going to happen, but – um. And then you have – My real bets is LSU, and then it's Texas and Kansas game. Then you got Texas – and then I got Texas over Texas Kansas. minus seven. Yeah, no Texas is gonna win by. He still don't even know that yeah. they're playing Kansas State. That's Jesus Christmas. <laughs> okay, so you got four picks. Yep. All right. Um, we're gonna move on to the NFL Thursday night game. We got the Chargers at the Raiders. Uh, Raiders are one point underdogs. Last I saw. Uh, I feel like you got to ro- you got to roll with the home dog here. Going with the Raiders, Chargers coming off a good win against uh, against the Packers. They do have a very good defense, but I really like Josh Jacobs as a running back. Um, I want to say he might have been my early pick as Rookie of the Year, Offensive Rookie of the Year. I took him in two out of three fantasy leagues. I was big on him there. Um, Waller at tight end is a stud. Um, and I look for John Gruden to uh, – pull it out here going Raiders plus one on Thursday night and I have an asterisk right here that just to let everybody know I am on a four game win streak on Thursday nights yeah well I'm going with the Los Angeles Chargers minus one judging by the last month that's not a good choice 
Yeah, but we all know how that turns out. I'm going with the Los Angeles Chargers as well. Now you're fucked. No. <laughs> Look, I think looking there, at this, yeah, I was tempted to pick the home team and the Raiders, but um, after looking at it again and then picking against the Chargers last week, yeah. the Chargers seem like they're getting it on the road. Melvin Gordon no, they do looks have like a good he's team. got they that. Got that rust off of them. They've and, got more talent um, for sure. Yeah, Keenan Allen. Yep. I mean, if Phillip Rivers comes and he plays well, it's going to be hard to beat the Chargers, in my opinion. The Chargers defense the is playing well. Their pass rush is um, stepping up. So, I mean, if they can build off of that momentum of uh, their last game where they upset the Packers, then um, I believe that the Chargers are going to w- beat the Raiders. Okay. Um so I am also betting I only have three total this week. Um I'm also betting the Monday night game. I'm taking the Seahawks plus six over the Niners. This game is in San Francisco, I believe. Uh I would strongly consider taking this team on the money line. You can get good value here. Uh the Niners struggled against a lackluster Cardinals team. Um I it's hard to bet against Russell Wilson, man. Russell Wilson's a gamer. I think he's leading the league in passing touchdowns. Tyler Lockett's looking great. They've got decent running backs and Chris Carson. Um, and who else they got? They still got Penny. They got Mike Davis. Um, I don't even know if they still got Mike Davis. I don't think they have Mike Davis. <laughs> but now Rashad Penny's year. a freaking beast. And so, he's a backup. So it says so, a lot about Carson. So, yeah, I, uh, I like the Seahawks here. Plus six. My big easy bet of the week for the NFL the New Orleans Saints minus 12 and a half over the Falcons. The Falcons have uh closed up shop this year. I do I could see them potentially playing as close just cuz it's they this is going to be their Super Bowl this year. They're going to love to they're going to be real big on trying to come into the dome and coming out with a win, but it's been quite a while since that's happened if I remember correctly. I mean, when's the last time they beat us in the dome? I think since before Katrina. <laughs> 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 Not that far back, but it's been a while. No, hey, but I agree on both of those bets. Okay. Yeah, and I also have the Seahawks. Russell Wilson, he's going to outshine Garoppolo. I he's going to so. be able to evade the pass rush like he always does. Um, Garoppolo's and then they got Josh Gordon. That is a good point. I actually forgot about that. that so Flash Gordon's going to come try to make a big play downfield. Look for that to happen. Tyler Lockett's. Having a career year this year. Yes, pro yes. Bowl type numbers. Yes. All pro type numbers in all actuality. Um, How do yeah, you feel a, about Garoppolo, That's a very though. good point. I think Garoppolo's a little overrated. I uh, say he's I'm, a hit or miss for me. I don't, believe on, I don't believe in him yet. I think they're overhyped. They haven't played very many uh, good teams. Yeah, Kyle Shanahan's a very good play caller. He is, but they – And Garoppolo's success is, is he, stemming from that. He's not a better that. coach than Sean Payton. They don't scare me to come to the Dome. Oh, no. We'll we'll get to that when that happens. But right now, yeah, you got to take the Seahawks plus six. This is my big easy bet of the week. Yeah, I'll go. Oh, I like it. Yeah, so I'm on the Seahawks plus six as well, but my big easy bet of the week is the New Orleans Saints minus 12.5 versus the Atlanta Falcons. So to recap, we've got the Raiders plus one, Seahawks plus six, and Saints minus 12.5. You can go ahead and recap yours real quick. I still have more. I have the Panthers. I don't – I'm not picking the Panthers. I got the – Panthers game going on the road to Lambeau Field to play the Packers. The Packers are five-point favorites. In this game, I'm taking the Packers again for the second straight week. Last week, they lost. I look for them to bounce back. As Aaron Rodgers said, they got a nice slice of humble pie. 
Yeah, I like it. Kyle, uh, Kyle Allen looked like he was struggling a little bit last year. I mean, last week, and uh, they have ruled out Cam Newton and put him on IR. Um, I think teams are starting to figure out Allen. And then you have the Rams coming off a bye. Yes. They're going on the road to play the Pittsburgh Steelers in Pittsburgh. It's going to be a very tough uh, environment, but I think the Rams put together an impressive game coming off that bye. I think the Rams are going to start turning it on and showing that they're contenders again. The Rams, minus three and a half. So to recap, I got the Chargers minus one on Thursday night playing the Raiders. I have the Packers minus five and a half playing the Panthers. I have the Rams minus three and a half playing the Steelers. And I have the Seahawks plus six on Monday night playing the San Francisco 49ers. All right. Uh, before we head out, I want to give a shout out to a new follower of ours. They also have a podcast of our of their own. It's called The Blitz with Rob and Chris. It's a local New Orleans podcast. I gave them a listen last week. Uh, they got a really good sound to them. You can tell they're definitely very knowledgeable on all things Louisiana sports, and uh, I would definitely recommend going and giving them a listen. So, yeah, I see Jesse uh, motioning to me. You got something else to say? You have a microphone in front of you. Speak into it. Yeah. Um, I want to bet some NFL games. Okay, go ahead and put your uh, NFL games down. I'm yeah, like, is this you talking, or is this, the, him is this the eight Bud Light cans next to you talking? So I'm going to go Seahawks over 49ers. Okay. Write these down. Mace writing them down. Cowboys <laughs> over the Vikings. Uh, what's the spread? I don't know the fucking spread. I'm are you bet. on ESPN? Let me see what you're looking at. What are you looking at? I Why are you hiding your phone? Get away from me. <laughs> what the hell? Cowboys over the Vikings. Okay. Rams over the Steelers. Okay. Panthers over the Packers. Uh, okay. Lions over the Bears. Like that one. Cardinals over the Bucks. What's the... Put me on the Lions over the Bears. Yeah, too. put me on the Lions as well. <laughs> this guy's on to something. Yeah. I did have the Lions with the bell rung, and I was shied away from them, but right. my big boy Bull Rider got me on them. Cardinals over the Bucks. Oh, Lions are Lions are underdogs, too. Yeah, Lions are two-and-a-half-point underdogs. Yeah. This is serious now. Um, yeah, no, dead serious. I'm taking the Lions plus two-and-a-half. Logan and I are both taking the Lions plus two Two and a half on the road playing the Chicago Bears, who had nine yards of offense in the first half. Last yeah, they week. looked absolutely All right, on to ter- the next. Terrible. I have Saints over the Falcons. Okay, of course. Gotcha. I'm doing Bills over the Browns. Okay, are you picking every single game? No. Okay. <laughs> it sure Bills, sounds like it. Yeah. <laughs> Bills over the Browns. Uh, Ravens over the Bengals. Okay. Titans over the Chiefs. Okay. What do you feel about that? I actually kind of like that Titans over the Chiefs pick. A little bit. All right. And is then, Mahomes come? I think Mahomes is gonna come back this week. Like oh, is he? Just kidding. Don't like that pick at all. I Even think he comes back, I, it's I also me it. guessing. He's been practicing no. all these weeks that he's been hurt, Even but if um. He comes back. Okay. I do uh, think that he, he could come back Jets, this week. Okay. And then I'm going Raiders over the Chargers. Okay. Um. I thought oh, you Raiders were picking Chargers. Up. No. You um, were earlier. Yeah, you 100% were on the Chargers. You agreed with Nick, and that's why I looked at Nick and said you're fucked. I really appreciate it if you stayed on the Chargers with Nick. I don't want to go with the Chargers. Then just don't pick it. I think Eckler's going to do well. Okay. Gordon's going to suck. Who? Eckler. And who's going to suck? Gordon? Yeah. All right. This so is, you think the Chargers are going to lose? This yeah. is some five-star analysis from Jesse that y'all are getting uh, right here. So <laughs> Thanks for coming on, brother. Yeah. <laughs> you got any closing remarks before we head out? 
Go Tigers. Go Tigers. You got any closing remarks, Nick? Um, you know geez. what? You know what? Yeah, I'm going with the Chargers. Okay, okay. Okay, <laughs> we're done here. We're done. He's my take, final decision. My officially, final decision. he's taking the Chargers Thank minus God. one. In Thank this God, game. I'm on the Raiders. Um, um, yeah, go Tigers. Um, I thought you were going to lose. Ogeron for governor and Joe Burrow for president when his he becomes age eligible and at 35. And guess what? I fucked your daughter. <laughs> All right, guys. Um, sorry, y'all had to endure that last 10 seconds. Um... <laughs> Everybody's got to tune in for the game, LSU versus Alabama. It's going to be the best one in a long time. Um, before we head out, remember, you can follow us on Twitter at Big Easy Bets. You can listen to us on SoundCloud, Spotify, YouTube, and more, most importantly, Apple Podcasts. So iTunes, go subscribe, five stars, and let us know if we help you hit a winner. You guys have a good one. Who that? We just gotta do what we do. We play like we play. We be us. We be special. We smell greatness. We finish small. Yes, from the top. One, two, three, four, five.